coming at you from the EBITDA Growth System Studios, looking out at the beautiful Rocky Mountains. My name is Dave Gavkovitz, and I'm with Mike Watkins, and we want to welcome you to the Making Business Profitable podcast. The Making Business Profitable podcast is brought to you by eSquare Marketing. At ESM, we are your social media management team that puts your mind at ease. Not only can we help with your social media management services, but we can help with your paid advertising, email marketing, website design, video, and even podcast production. Visit us online at eSquareMarketing.com. Good day, Mike. How you doing, man? Well, I'm doing wonderful. Had a great uh, Thanksgiving holiday. I hope you, you did the same. I did. I did. It was, uh, of course, a lot of good food and good company, for sure. Yeah, it looks like uh, you have a remnant from your holiday. Yeah, Mike, I'm, uh, I'm getting old, man. I'm getting old. I, you know, those... I woke up and my neck was pointing in a direction that it shouldn't be. <laughs> I'm like, ah! how that happen? And kids are like, what happened to your neck? It's like, well, I kind of woke up like this. <laughs> it's like, I don't know, maybe I picked up a paperclip wrong. I'm not sure once you're so old. You just, how'd you sprain your, how'd you sprain your ankle? Well, I was reaching for that quarter, you know, <laughs> it just, I don't yeah, know. Dave, uh, what's this, get off the uh, getting old thing, man. This isn't, yeah, let's not talk about getting Have old. you ever done something silly and hurt yourself? Oh, yeah. But, you know, the thing is, you said yesterday your neck looked worse. And I'm looking at your neck, man. I, I don't know. I don't yesterday, know my neck look looked worse. It looked like a question mark yesterday. I'm not even sure. I just looked at it in the mirror, and I'm like, Wendy, you got to see this. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to get you, uh, I don't know, a massage or, a, or a, I don't know. I don't know. Get a line. I don't know. Right, we got a special guest later. Maybe they know something about it. Maybe I just need somebody to do a little Bruce Lee on my neck. Well, I can do that. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I've seen you work out. That's, yeah. that's true. Yeah, <laughs> what are we talking about today, buddy? <laughs> We're going to talk about handling difficult employees because uh, that seems to be on the rise. I'm not quite sure what's contributing to that. Is it that employees feel like they're empowered now because uh, the pendulum is swung and they... They have the power. I mean, I, I'm not quite sure, but uh, difficult employees seems to be on the rise, and so yeah, you did a HR stint this year, so you saw it front and center, didn't you? Yeah, man. You know, that's six months of my life I'll never get back, and I'm going to thank you for that. You know, it was a beautiful experience. Yeah, I mean, it was awesome. <laughs> it was. I mean, you got to know a lot of good people, and no, right. it was. And it was the company that uh, they had us do that was uh, is a wonderful company. So yeah, yeah. it was a blessing. But uh, great it was uh, it was great exposure for you. It yeah. was great exposure for you. You know, one of the fruits of the spirit is uh, gentleness, yeah. kindness. Yeah, I had that <laughs> patience. Where I pull it out from time to time. <laughs> so what are what are uh, you know, what are the kind of the steps, you think? You know, what is what is a difficult employee? I, I guess... That's, a, that's I guess, a good place to start. I, yeah. I guess, you know, are they... When I think of a difficult employee, they have a problem for every solution. You know, they're always... Um, you throw up, hey, man, can we get this done? Oh, that'll never happen because of this. Hey, sure. uh, what if we do this? Oh, that'll never work. We tried that 25 years ago. Hey, you know, what do you... What do you think if we do this and we 
we approach it this way. Well, that's just stupid. That'll never work. I'm the only person in the business could do that, and I don't want to do that. You know what I'm saying? Yes, and you see that a lot in machine shops. What is it about machinists um, that kind of... You see it a lot in the trades. It's okay. not just, it's not specific to a machine shops. I mean, we've dealt with a plumbing company that um, we've had, we've seen employees that had a problem for every solution there as well. Yeah, no, that's true. Hey, companies calling or customers calling at 2 a.m., they don't have hot water. Or 5 a.m., they have hot water. Yeah, they can wait for me. I'll be there 5 p.m. the next day. <laughs> that kind of thing. That's yeah. not my problem. And really, it should be. You need to go take care of the customer, right? It's all about that. Yeah, so, you know, it's it's tough to find employees these days. So, you know, we have to be a little bit more vigilant about uh, is the person salvageable or not. So, I mean, I think the next step is because, you know, they got a problem for every solution. But then how are they doing in terms of pulling the wagon for you? Yeah, what do they, what do they contribute to your team? You know, what do you... If you, I think the first thing you do is, uh, it's really easy for an owner just to snap and say, I'm tired of you. This is ridiculous. You need to just stop it. You know, I'm going to put you over my knee kind of mentality. And I, I guess what I'm getting at is instead of doing that, withdraw for just a second and take a look at the employee and say, you know, are they pulling a wagon for us? Or how much, what's their, what's their contribution to, to the business? Right, Mike? Yeah. And and uh, you know, based on that contribution, I mean, we've seen people who really pull the wagon hard. They have a problem for every solution, but their teammates respect them. Um, sometimes, you know, they don't like the uh, grousing that comes with it, but they do respect that person's ability and their contribution to the team. So, yeah, yeah, I think you know, you want to evaluate the employee, you know, holistically in totality. Like, you know, how is this employee impacting your business? And how is this employee impacting the team? How, do they hold them in high regard, or are they looking at you like, when are you going to do something about this? Yeah, how they behave when the proverbial crap hits the fan, right? Yeah. So when business is really tough and everyone has to pull up their bootstraps, are they first in line, or are they last in line being a naysayer? Totally, know? totally. So because you can have somebody with problems for every solution, you can kind of coach out of that. But when the crap hits the fan and you really need your employees, if they're toward the front of the line. You kind of need those people, and you can coach that, right? That's right. That's right. So, I mean, that, again, that's part of the evaluation. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what's the quality of their work, obviously. If they have really good work product, um, then, you know, you might give them some grace on that problem for every solution, right? So, yeah, if they have a problem for every solution, but they're, and they aren't pulling a wagon, they're a bad teammate and bad attitude, and they do bad work, yeah, call Mike. Call Mike. <laughs> yeah, call, call Mike. That's... that's uh, that's that's handling a difficult employee in an old, uh, totally different way. And we're, we're going to have another podcast someday about the proper way to terminate an employee. And you might want to pick up on that podcast. But it's a... Uh, Taking them out back and shooting them, isn't that it? No, 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 Mike. <laughs> I, oh, my goodness. Uh, we are so, in Colorado. <laughs> so, yeah, but we're not that far in the woods. <laughs> but I think the biggest thing that uh, Mike and I are saying is when you have an employee that's pretty difficult, first thing you want to do is... Withdraw for a second and take a look at the person. Take a look at their contribution. See what they're doing for your business. Are they really a problem or are they just having a bad day? Because great employees have bad days. Everybody does. Except for me and Mike. We don't ever have bad days, right? Yeah, unless you got a neck problem. Yeah. 
well, I'm not letting that get in my way. I just, I'm not playing any football <laughs> no, today. That's true. There's that's no, true. there's no post Thanksgiving football today. Yeah. So after you've done that assessment, if you will, you know, you step back and do that assessment, then you know, you really need to take an take an action because something prompted you to want to step back and take a look at this employee. So you can't ignore that. Yeah. So you take action. Yeah. This one kind of, this one kind of is a hot button for me because we see so many owners that will have a difficult employee. But they'll never talk to them. They'll just shirk it. You know, they'll just, hey, I know Fred. I know Fred does a decent job. He's always kind of painted a butt. And I really don't have the courage to sit down and talk to Fred and try to make him better. Just whatever. I'm just gonna, He's going to make widgets the rest of his life. And, and uh, we're just going to leave him alone because I'll just be passive aggressive about it, right? Yes. And what they don't appreciate is the impact it's having on their culture. Because if you have a 15-person company and one of you persons has an overarching or oversized impact on the rest of the team, he can really impact your culture. Yeah, I mean, and if everybody sees you deal with that employee, or everybody sees you not deal with that employee, because that's basically you having a problem and trying to put it under the rug, and you're wondering why you have a 200-pound lump in your rug and everyone's tripping on it, <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Yeah, so you just can't back down. You can't back down from taking action. And we think the first step in terms of taking action is just having the conversation with the person. Yep. Yep. Once you've paid attention, you've evaluated the employee. I mean, I think it's very important for you to take comprehensive notes on do they have a problem for every solution? That's just one example of a difficult employee. It could be an employee that's tr- that really struggles to get to work on time. It could be an employee that struggles to get to work. It could be a difficult employee that just doesn't get along with anybody. But... You know, you take a look at, are they pulling the wagon? What's their contribution? What's their attitude? What's their quality of work? And you have that like in some notes before you talk to somebody. You don't just talk to somebody without some kind of agenda that you need to follow because it's very hard, very easy to get off topic and off task when you don't have some good comprehensive notes about somebody. So step one's having that conversation, but going back to letting that employee know if they're pulling a wagon or not, what their attitude, are they a teammate, and what their quality of work is, because you need to have that in the conversation. You need to start the conversation with data, right? Dave, I, um, I have to tell you, I love that, uh, that point. I love that point. When you get ready to take action, um, we don't know where this is gonna end up, right? So, you know, it could, it could end up at a lawsuit. I mean, I don't wanna be melodramatic, but it really could. So, you have to start documenting from the beginning, and to Dave's point, don't sit down and just wax poetic about some of the thoughts you've had, you know, because you will absolutely finish that conversation and go, I didn't cover what I wanted to cover. So you should take notes, and you should have the conversation with the notes in front of you, and oh, by the way, that will tip the employee off that this is pretty serious stuff. Yeah, I mean, we, we hear, I mean, how many owners have we come across that will sit in front of an employee and just pontificate? They'll just talk at the employee, blah, 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 blah. And the employee knows, I'll just listen to you, blah, 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 blah. Doesn't really have any substance, whatever. Just let me get back to my job. You've made me even have a worse attitude than what I had when I came in here. Right? That is not what you want to do. You have to have data. Yeah. What do you think, what do you think the next step is? Well, you know, I think you have, you take notes from that conversation. So, you took notes to prepare to have the conversation, and then you have the conversation, and you kind of jot down some notes after the, after the conversation. I mean, you're just you're starting a file that you may end up throwing away, or you're starting a file that you may need in the future. So I think 
that note taking and and uh, making sure it's clear and crisp so that you can reference those notes later. Yes, yeah, so I'm going to go back to this one one little second. A conversation means you ask a question and you're silent and you listen and you have to listen to be able to have notes to take because if you're done with the conversation you have no notes that means all you did is talk to an employee right <laughs> so i i hate to i don't want to assume anybody knows that it's super critical that the conversation is a two-way conversation hey i noticed the other day you did this it's a little concerning tell me tell me what that's about yes yes tell me why tell me more show me you know you know what i'm saying no dave that's that's just great Right. So, yeah. Yes, you finish and you don't have any notes because you talk too freaking much. Yeah, maybe you just need a mirror. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. at that point, um, and you've totally let the employee off the hook. Yeah, yeah there's no. Yeah, these conversations have to be meaty. You have to have something. As a leader, everything is about teaching. It's about mentoring and coaching. That's that's just what you do as a leader. You're always teaching somebody. You're always mentoring them, mentoring them, showing them how to act. You're being the example. You know, and you have to lean into those people. And coaches, coaches are not silent. Right. So what's the last thing, Dave? I think, I think following up. Following up, I think uh, if, it, if an employee brings himself to the radar, I think the one thing, having the conversation, taking notes, and then what? Do you just put it in their file and walk away? No. You throw it in your calendar to follow up a week, a month, two or three months down the road, and then you follow up and you say, hey, how's this going? We had this conversation, and this is what you said you'd work on. Because when you have that conversation, you need some actionable items. It's not necessarily a formal PIP or anything like that, but you have actionable items on what you'd like to see from the employee. Sure. And the employee might have things that they want to see from you. So, and you go back and say, okay, you asked me for this, and I provided ABC. Okay, but you had these three actions. Where are you? on these actions so you follow up and have that conversation, right? Yeah, because if you don't, again, the employee just thinks, uh, I'll wait him out and this this too shall pass. Right. And uh, when you do the follow-up, it's like, okay, uh, he's not gonna let this go. So I, I, need to, I need to take this seriously. And others will observe how you work through that. People, and they'll know when it's their turn, if it becomes their turn. You know, this is how we do things around here. That's right, that's right. And then, then what's, what do you think the last step is? Well, you know, holding them accountable. So, okay, you, you improved because I put my foot on your throat or whatever. And then six months later, you know, you start slipping back. You're so violent. Yeah, I know, man. <laughs> and you wonder why my neck's all out of whack. Put your foot yeah. on my throat, huh? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, sorry. If, yeah, if they start backsliding, they don't get to go back to ground zero. You start where you left off. Like, hey, you know, um, we've talked about this before. You got better, but you know, you're backsliding. And that employee may not even have realized it. So, you know, it, it is a, a lot of work. But um, as we said, when we define that difficult employee, if they're worth the, uh, the investment, then this is the sort of investment you have to make. You gotta, you have to invest your time and hold people accountable and then bring it back. And then coaching isn't just a one game thing. Right, right. You have to practice, play the game, practice, play the game. And so that's how employees are. And if you're a leader, that's your job. Your job is to pay attention to the employees, coach them, mentoring, mentor them to, to be their best self every time, right? Because the most important thing 
to to business is our employees. Without employees, you don't have much of a business, and employees are so valuable. And as the demographics change, they're going to become more and more valuable. I mean, we're just at the beginning of this, so we have to be experts at how we take care of our employees and how we engage them and how we retain them. Yeah, I think the last point I would make is uh, this is um, this is difficult work. You probably aren't going to be asking the right questions. You're probably not going to be taking the correct notes. You're probably not going to be doing the proper follow-up on your own. You probably need to, you know, bounce this off someone. You're going to need a desk remere. Hey, look, I got an employee. This is what the issues are. I had a conversation with him, you know, and just kind of having you need a coach uh, because this it's easy to get wrong, get some of this stuff wrong. And um, it could cost you money if you get it wrong. It could cost you the loss of an employee if you get it wrong. It certainly can cost you your culture if you get it wrong. So um, I think it's good to, to make sure that you reach out and, and leverage resources as you work through this. Right on, Mike. Right on, Dave. systems do what we do to impact lives through improving business performance. To get access to our content or engage us in any way, you can reach our contact page or any of our information on our website at www.ebitagrowthsystems.com.